Okay, it's Kyla Powers Radio, and I'm here with some metaphysics. Yeah, it's probably, yeah, it's after midnight, but um, we're going to listen to a metaphysics teacher. We listen to everybody, no matter, from every corner, because everybody has the knowledge, and he, he taught me so much of what I know. Every now and then it might be slightly racist, but if you can get past that, there's so much to learn and be taught. So let's dig in right now. Kyler Powers Radio. Should have called this Black People News, but... Anyway, this is Bobby Hammett. Listen, we've got to care about everybody because what's happening in each different community, if we don't know what's going on, it's affecting everything. You know, like when they got a movie like Crash, where it's like all these different people are connected in different ways, but like... What happens to one of them affects everybody. So, like, what's going on in Chicago? What's allowed to be going on in Chicago? That body part trading thing, that not being stopped affects it happening other places. So, if we can just, you know, like when that guy goes, we're entering the Twilight Zone, we're entering the madness of some of these urban communities where the system has designed so many things and many of these people have been through generations of trauma and I hate to say it, genocide. It's very important that we understand what's going on in the black community for the future. Partly because I believe that many, especially the people that they call African Americans, there's nothing African about them. They were already here and they're actually, you know, that term American Indian is thrown around. But the original peoples that were here, they were like darker than you think and they wore feathers and everything. That's another conversation people can't even deal with. And I'm not here to tell anybody their identity. But There was a whole civilization of black people that lived on this planet way before any of the the, the narratives that we've been given. If they were some of the earliest people on this planet, why is only the only legend we're ever told is some people running around in loincloths you know that that can't be the truth. And if they're working this hard, what are they hiding? I don't care what color you are. Aren't you curious? I'm curious. And many of these peoples. Now, there's there's so much to go into, but I'm gonna give you a theory that there might've been land masses that were previously connected that broke apart. I think that's pretty obvious. So, 
there are some people in Africa, the, the Dogon tribe, they're constantly pointing to uh, the serious system and they have so much information. If they were just only about the kind of primitive lifestyle that people think that they live, how would they have all of this information? Because they're not primitive. And there's a hid, there is hidden human history. And here's another reason not to care what color anybody is. Because in your last life, you could have been one of these people. So you might just want to catch a clue as to what might have happened. Probably be the most interesting thing you hear all week. I can't wait. I've, I, I've heard almost everything that he's ever had to say. But I was listening to some of this and I was like, let me hear this again. So Bobby Hammett is going to go in. Great, great teacher. Wonderful entertainer. A visual artist. A humorist. A stand-up comedian. He had it all. He's, he's, he's still around, I believe. You can donate to his fund if you look him up, if you think his information is helpful. But here, here's Bobby Hammett. Let me explain something to you. Do you know that when you incarnate down here, there's supposed to be a certain amount of learning. And when people not of your race are not, they not even got nothing to do with no race, because this happened to everybody. But I used to talk shit about the white man. Spirit said, you got to get out of this, because guess what? The black people are so mentally ill, so we are all in the same damn boat. We are all on the same level. You ain't higher than the white man. You so mentally ill. You so goddamn mentally ill until we said all this shit about the caveman. No, motherfucker, we are all in the same damn boat. And the white person is such a high state until everything down here is just squalor. And let me tell you what I mean by this. If a society does not give you the adequate kind of learning, I'm not talking about education, that's training. That's that's training. You ever thought when you looked in them goddamn uh, the syllabus in your head, you said, I don't really want to go through none of this shit. You see what I'm saying? The stuff you want to go through don't make no money. That's how they get you. You see what I'm saying? But, um, but, that's training. But adequate stuff about your body and the world around you if you don't receive those things, it brings on a state of mental illness. And so what they do here is, there's variations of things that we need to learn that we can't learn, number one, because they gave us religion. And that takes up the slack. The religions tell you... To okay, so for religious people, keep your religion. <laughs> I'm not telling you, don't believe what you <coughs> believe. I'm saying just take what you can get from it that's helpful and anything else that is not helpful, throw it away. So part of what discernment is, is that you have the ability <coughs> to discern what is valuable and what isn't. You <coughs> out here be good. And that's good and fucking stupid. So as a result, because we all learn certain things, as a result, as a result, 
we go through a state of mental illness. Just like most of the people in this country, black and white, is mental illness. It's just that ours is on a much more severe level. That's why I talk about the little white girls in the, in the store, seven years old, buying books on our spells, shit that we created thousands of years ago. You see what I'm saying? But they are exposed to things, and because we're not exposed to things, we don't get to learn, and as a result, we go deeper and deeper into mental illness. I'm not talking about the brother being a mental I'm just trying to say here. We need to get into our shit. The shit that was prepared for us that activates this melanin. Not shit that ultimately gives you fear to shut down the damn melanin. Now, the last time I talked to Richard King, um, and when, it was, when that book first came out, um, the last book they did on melanin, Richard King and Dr. Ann um, Brown and the brother Thomas Moore and stuff, they concluded the last time, he said, what is the biggest enemy to melanin is fucking fear. At any level, whenever you think for another human being on what they might do to you, and you think it up out of your goddamn brain, that's fucking fear. And that's what shuts down our shit. in that sense but ritual ritualistic i guess if that be the word to say internally what are some of the things that really the focus should be coming into 2011 um well number one um uh well be be note that what we had um in november right after halloween and we missed the date is an indication that the time is going to be speeding up Okay. And when the time speed up, you know, you got to be like a basketball player, you know, um, right. and football players and stuff. What happens is they can take an enormous amount of pressure and still make the shot. You know, the game is, you know, get ready to go in overtime or even get ready to get ready to lose it. They need that one shot, but they can make that shot. That is because they have learned to go into the zone. Mm. And that's what right. you're going to have to find, which is your own yeah. zone. And in order to find your own zone, you're going to have to slow down. And you're gonna really, really have to convince yourself that this is not real, because yeah. that is the reality of what is going on, mm -hmm. uh, 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 of what is what is going on. So you're gonna have to slow down. And you're gonna have to get into the zone. I know that might seem seem a little philosophical, but it also means by this being real, you have to fight very being being unreal. You have to fight very hard to understand that number one. Uh, right. Number one, if this is unreal, then uh, you can limit the, you can limit the amount of worrying you do. Now, let me give you another example. Mm -hmm. um, so we exist talking about faith. in two universes: Universe A and Universe B. Right. And as a result, what has really been happening to us is, as we struggle in this particular illusionary phenomena of a universe. There's another universe and another one of us being set up in that other universe and is being exalted. So, uh, as you uh, go through the troubles you're going through and the struggle you're going through here, just remember that all this is is a, a, a variation or a simulation that is petering out, but the real us is in this other universe that is running concurrent with this one and is right um, right existing with this one. You just can't see it. So right, you got to right. understand that part 
of things that's going to be happening to you is going to actually be you sensing yourself in the other universe. Right, but to yeah. tap into that particular universe beat, as they call it, you're going to have to somehow struggle against worrying that this is real. Because it's, a, it's called the shift. It's, ca it's called the shift. Now, the first level of the shift, because this illusionary phenomenon can never raise up into reality or whatever it is, because it, it doesn't exist. It's not real. So the only thing can happen that can be valuable in this society, in this particular realm, is a consciousness. Yeah. Is a consciousness. So this 2012 thing, which is 2011, mm -hmm. why? Because it's called the 11, 11 cosmic power zone. One beyond 10. That's 11, not 12, 11. Right. And so you have the tree of life, where you have the Sephardic world, or the Sephiroth, and all. there are 10 illuminous emanations, but they are emanations. There's another world on the other side, which is called the Kalipop world, or what used to be called the underworld, and that particular world was shut down since Atlantis. It, 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 was, it was this dismal place ruled by a black sun. Mm -hmm. That black sun is the black dot, but it's the invisible right. sun. Now is what uh, Dr. Deborah Blair is talking about. Our sun now has two suns. We just right. can't see it, but the key here is um, on the back side of the tree of life, there's a doorway. There's a doorway called Doth, and that Doth is the level cosmic power zone. So what yeah. we're entering into is the level, the shift, the crossover. Now in 2012, being just a, a, a marked date, and we're actually talking about a consciousness, then what right. will happen here is, is a 2012 consciousness will develop during the doorway of the 11th cosmic power zone. We are, we, did we going into 2011? Mm. You see what I'm saying? And, and right. so the twin towers, which is the same twin, same two towers that is also in the tarot deck, or the tarot card, and they say when the t twin tower falls, it represents the old garrison of the old guard given away to the new guard. Well, the 11 is also represented as the towers in the tarot, and the symbolic towers that fell, you, that, that, that fell, which would be 10 years uh, ago, uh, 10 years ago, during 2011. Right. I, I mean, um, I'm at 2011, because it was 2001. So now, the key here is, if this is the doorway and this is the shift, what to look forward to in this particular realm, because this particular realm can only do several things. It, it can either behave on the weather level, which we would see it behaving because of global warming and the Earth's Kundalini heating up. We would see an a, 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 a atmospheric change right. that the government and them have to work 24 hours with chemtrails and harp and all this stuff to make you think that the seasons are what they are. But had they not worked 24 hours to do these things, you would be 
um, outside in a bathing suit. Right. You see what right. I'm saying? So the point mm -hmm. I'm trying to make here is so what only thing can happen in this particular realm because things have to work its way through to this realm. Because this realm is is, is is this illusionary realm and this physical realm. What it what it is is you have the weather, you have people's behavior, but the greatest thing you have is the change of consciousness. Because Ain't no green man gonna liberate, liberate you. It's yourself. Mm. The mm. extraterrestrial is your soul. Mm. That had a landing a couple of million years ago. Mm. You see. Now you can become that and illuminate that and get that kind of power. Look, they said we got some power inside of us. That is so powerful. That when it come online, there will be, it will reduce New York and London to a stone age. And there won't even be a soul left to tell the tale, not even a rat. That's the stuff that's inside of us. Mm, good. Now you can get that kind of access to some stuff, or you can just keep running off at the mouth. Mm. You see, now guess what? The beautiful part about that is, it don't take much now to access that. Because... As we go, we, see, we lay in the game. The earth changes and all that's happening, global warming and all that's happening, is because the DNA and the kundalini energy inside of you is rising. So you're already getting towards the access of that. But you can't be distracted by all of the other bulls. It ain't going to work. It ain't going to work. Now, <laughs> now, the first thing you need to do get on the God level mm -hmm. is you got to start conditioning your mind. Right. And this is how you condition your mind. Everything that sounds insane, gravitate toward it. Everything that's logical, rational, common sense, throw it in the trash can. And what you'll do, you'll deprogram your mind till you'll start thinking mystical things. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Mystical things. You know, any kind of sci-fi movie you can get. Any kind of fantasy movie, mystical movie. Even the cartoons, because they're teaching it to their children. And get into it. One of the greatest things you can do is study mythology. Any kind, because it all comes from us. Move to truth things. So you want to you wanna deprogram the mind to not believe that nothing is impossible. You see, like they say, technically a bumblebee can't fly. The wings are too small for the body. But it don't know it can't fly, so it flies anyway. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Mm. It flies anyway. Remember you ever hear people say, I grew up poor? And I never thought I was poor when I was growing up until somebody told me so. Right. <laughs> Everything is an illusion. It's only your perception. Because remember now, a project house that we call poor in America would be a condo in Africa. Just depends on your perspective. See what I'm saying? So what you want to do is you want to start deprogramming your mind. You see? Mm -hmm. You see? We got a, we got stuff to get to. Look, they used to have slaves. They had a group of slaves that flew that got caught over here on the boat because it was chained down. 
And when they let them niggas off them damn boats for a couple of days, a couple of weeks, a couple of months, they flew back to Africa. Didn't know that that slave narrative talk about people flying. See what I'm saying? So what what the fuck you doing handing out goddamn bread <laughs> and bullshit when you supposed to be flying? You know that movie Jumpers? Did you see the movie Jumpers? Anybody see the movie Jumper? No. That was a technique that we used to do. You could go in one pyramid, just like an air force, end up in another pyramid in Mexico, from express from Kemet, and end up in another one in China, and use the earth as a, as a damn airport. And now you talking about revolution and liberation, you see what I'm saying, and feeding somebody some damn tofu. <laughs> and you're supposed to be flying. <laughs> so you can get to the good shit. <laughs> or you can stay around with all the little bullshit. So, basically, I'm not here to tell anybody what to think, and I'm sure Bobby isn't either, but one thing we know, excuse me, well, is that there's more to the story than what we've been told. And the truth is that every culture has a piece of that story. So if we only look in one place, or we only search our own tradition as if there's no validity in any others, then just know that you can't possibly get the big picture. It's kind of like, I know this metaphor is like, whatever, but it's like a pizza pie. If you only see one, one slice, you have no idea what that visual, you can kind of say, well, if I had a bunch of other slices just like this, I could say this came from there. But what if, there's a bunch of different slices that all have a piece of the truth, like a puzzle. And it's almost like you either have to have the ability to put in certain pieces and solve the puzzle prematurely based only on what you've been given, or you just can't see it. We've got to start looking at the whole of this, of our, when I say our self-identity, I'm talking about as a human collective. Our concept of self has been attacked as a people, as a species. We rarely even, I don't know how many people do think as a species I know they're constantly trying to bring in an alien narrative but if for real 
if we had to think of ourselves as a collective, we need to start doing so. Because if we focus on that, then it's not so. We want the differences because that's the flavor. We don't want to homogenize everything. Each and every one of us is a piece of the divine getting to know each, know itself. It's unique self. It's getting to know itself. So if we all become alike, that defeats the purpose too. But we've got to look at who, who brought us to this current understanding that we have of ourselves where at, at one point we were one. And even when we were in the early United States, color was not what it became because you had many black people here that uh, ha had a lot of skills, enough skills to, to make a nice living. And I don't mean just sharecropping and just, you know, any old thing that anybody can put sweat into. They had crafts, serious crafts, and they could do things and they actually taught it to the white people. They don't tell you this. Am I trying to have an Afrocentric moment right now? No, that's not the point of what I'm trying to tell you. I'm saying someone had a vested interest in organizing and separating all the races that came here through Ellis Island, the ones that were already here and were enslaved, uh, Somebody had a vested interest in organizing how these different populations lived amongst each other. Like if you look at early New York, like uh, Kurt Vile street scene, the opera, where you had melting, real melting pot of people, everybody with a completely different accent living here. And mostly all different kinds of ethnic white living in New York City, living in Brooklyn, living in the Bronx, okay? And then someone came along, I forgot this dude's name. And this is where we don't wanna look at it, but it's a systemic racism where <clears throat> he organized the organization of the city of how cars came in and traveled and moved and everything was to make sure that neighborhoods were separated and to separate the people. This kind of segregation, this kind of, um, I mean, even separating uh, Italians from the Irish. Deep deep lines were set intentionally. A hierarchy was designed. You can even look up this guy. Gosh, I gotta, I, I gotta find his name. Look up how he designed the overpasses, everything 
to keep communities in their place. Meaning you're, certain people aren't upwardly mobile. There's no crossover unless they're a servant class. The only jobs that they're going to be able to get are the jobs that are in their area. The only types of food they're going to have access to is that food that they can get to in that area. And, the, and that's what they're doing with the bodegas now. Except for the whole foods that are in the areas that are being regentrified. We don't know who we are. We, we are like, isn't it fitting? We are totally like the slave that got set free. All of us of every race is like a person that endured slavery in this country and was set free. And they don't remember who they are or what they were before that happened because it's so bad there's no identity other than that experience and that's why the show I think it's called The Neighborhood on the earlier private podcast that I had the interview with the uh, older actress mature actress that I had met that said she couldn't believe that a show would come on and take race relations all the way back as if it were like before good times even. That's because somebody is scared. Somebody is afraid that we're, we're all realizing Who we are as spiritual beings first and the racial identity last if if at all black people have outgrown it first of all there's so many black and brown people of so many walks of life from different places uh, immigrants all kinds of different people that have so many different experiences that when they try to put this funky slave story or whatever this kind of this kind of what they're calling what black is when they try to put it on these people they, it doesn't even fit anymore we've outgrown it you can we we're we're expanding people of color are expanding but everybody is expanding and i hate to tell you even our our white people are all everybody we're all black i i know people can't really deal with it some have more melanin than others but you're still black i hate to tell you you're just light <laughs> i hate to say that but that is the god's honest truth and that's what they don't want white people to know you're just a lighter version we're the same species Two black people get together, they can have a child that looks like any race that we've seen on this earth, and it can just spontaneously happen. Because black, the color black, is a combination of all colors together. And that's what the human family is. All the pieces are necessary and integral, working together. We have to get that concept back and tear down 
the racial identity constructs. Because when we believe that and we keep people like, like, you know how angry I get sometimes at the comedy. Well, white people are like this and black people are like this. I mean, I love to talk about differences in people, you know, whatever, but it's really a very basic, dumb kind of comedy that requires no real thought, that requires no artistry to come up with that. Not really, it doesn't. And so often, you know, there's a standard. I'm, I'm amazed that, that you have certain people in, uh, in the industry that are like, oh, the standards are so high and you have to be really good and you have to work so hard and you have to come from here and you have to have this and you have to have that. And then we look at some of these shows and we say, who the hell wrote that? That's what the woman was saying. Who wrote this trash? Who are they writing it for? And what are those people supposed to contribute to society? How are those people, the type of person that would enjoy that program that, that we were talking about is a person that would knock somebody in the head for wearing a Make America Great hat. That's the type of person that, you know, pulls over anyone of color that they can't understand why they're driving that car or whatever this stupidness is. We should be, we, we, we're beyond this. Culturally, we're beyond this. People like Eddie Murphy and Whitney Houston, no matter what you think turns their careers took, they broke ground in explaining the humanity, even Bill Cosby and that show, seeing these people have a family and how they lived every day. It showed people we, we, we want the same, we do the same. It's the same. And why, why when I pull people's coat, you know, I've been saying for the longest time that Megyn Kelly is Nicole Brown Simpson and nobody wants to accept it, deal with it, whatever. Why is that so important that we understand that OJ did not kill these two people? I wanna just give you a second to think about it because what else was going on at that time or in the vicinity of that time, especially in California where you had, um, wasn't it Rodney King and all kinds of stuff going on out there. When you have a major celebrity of any particular race or group, if John Stamos gets food poisoning, eating a Greek salad, it's going everywhere. People are going to be like, oh, guys, Greek salad. Oh, no. You know, because in our minds, we think him, we see Greece. We, we see Greek Americans, right? 
or some people do or whatever I'm just trying to give you an example so when they take somebody like a Bill Cosby or somebody like a, any of these people and they have a psyop about it it affects every other person that belongs to that demographic whether they're in the same class economically whether they're even of the same background because some pe two people can be in the diaspora and look similar and be nothing alike in terms of nationality or culturally or professionally or whatever you could be totally different but this kind of mindset that you look like this you are this you come from that you experience that all these assumptions that come along from whoever has been given the privilege to design and write characters that aren't real and don't depict real people. It's dangerous in terms of inciting violence and keeping people feeling isolated and separated because when a population feels isolated separated undervalued nothing they can do totally frustrated that's when people start burning down communities and don't you think that these cia people know this who do you think brought drugs into the hood Maybe some of these communities would have been more upwardly mobile and about education. They had churches. Everybody, people, nobody cursed around their grandmother. Seriously. People came home and they ate together on Sunday. Black people had a foundation. Somebody who wasn't black came in and brought drugs from a foreign place that no black people in these urban communities had access to this stuff somebody brought it in and they profited from sucking that money out of the community and then and then the fathers were pulled away because that was extra income that they could give their their families and they got tied into crime and just the, the sadness sometimes of just living a life where you're living so rough and there's no chance for uh, upward mobility. And then so people from the outside look at that behavior and go, look at these animals. Who's the animal? The person that brought that garbage to the community? or the person that is now a slave to it. Because we sat by and we did nothing as our urban communities were dismantled, attacked, and now have become a breeding ground for uh, organ harvesting and human trafficking and all that kind of good stuff. And yet, less frequent but maybe now more frequent, you're hearing, maybe on a 60 Minutes, how areas, I'm trying to think of the name of the area. There was a place in Vermont 
and there was another place. There were a couple of places, not Martha's Vineyard, was it? There were a couple of places that are very upscale, white communities, and they've got heroin problems, secret drug problems, because their kids grew up on the rap that was being used as a tool to sell drugs and drug culture to the urban community. So these white kids that seem so far from it were affected and their money was also siphoned off by these people that brought in the drugs. Now these, the people that created that, the dangerous part of the rap culture that wasn't black people either. They didn't have the power to have their own label or a radio station that would play it. You've got to think about these things. When people say, oh, look at those black people doing this, doing that, and they're doing it again, and their standards are so low, and da 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 da. Did they really have the power? to set that standard or is it someone else? And I'm not saying that people don't reap what they sow, but they also can only take advantage of opportunities, the ones that are actually there because they can't get loans like people that come from foreign countries that can come and their country person that is already here and established will give them something. These people can't get loans and the people around them don't want them to rise up and become anything anyway. Because there's that slave watching the other slave. Well, who do you think you are? Why do you think you're special? Or why do you think you're all that? Why not? Any other culture would be like, oh yeah, oh yeah, of course there's the greatest. Because they come from our country, of course. Let's, let's big them up. Something happened. And that was a systemic, we've got to look at what was perpetrated. Because it was a crime of enslavement. And we've got to look at who did it. Who profited and how conveniently they want us to get amnesia. And maybe some white people don't understand how it affects them. It affects you just for the reasons that I said that as America was systemically attacked, the family was attacked. Make no mistake, the American family was torn apart at the end of the 50s going into the 60s the drugs were pushed look up any of these bands they're telling you the truth the grateful dead they use these bands to popularize certain philosophies it, it, music is a delivery system. And then coupled with the drug, 
that's something else in itself. So the sexual liberation, the everything, that that broke up families because it's that was the separation really between the father and the mother and the young person. That's how they got separated in the 60s. And then the men went off to this ridiculous war in Vietnam, which was basically so that private elite families could make money. And, and everybody was too drugged out to really have, there was no leadership. That, see, when there's that atmosphere of just everything goes, everything's okay, and just do whatever. That's when stuff gets out of hand. People are mad. No, we don't want to go over there. We don't want to do that. And they know there's something wrong and there's a lot of intelligent people. But nobody knows what to do to actually stop it. The undesired uh, result. And so it just happens. And then just like MASH and just like these shows... These men came back ravaged, ravaged by the elements, the toxins that they were exposed to. Because you've got to understand, I haven't yet spoken about who's doing all of this. From the segregation to the identity construct to this, these were young white men that they did this to, I'm talking about for the 60s stuff, and black men and all kinds of men. We're still dealing with the Nazis that never lost. They never lost. Get it in your head. They went to Argentina. Hillary might be the daughter of Hitler, and Hitler was a woman, by the way, but anyway, or a clone of Hitler. Whoever the Nazis were, they sold out to the ETs, the extraterrestrials that are on this planet, that have been on this planet since Atlantis. They, for some whatever reason, they didn't get wiped out. And I think that we're also dealing with AI technology from Atlantis. And they have been on a mission to make hybrid bodies that they could replace all the ruling class of the Earth and keep it within the hybrids, human hybrids, and whatever this race is, to keep control of the planet. Black people originally had control of this planet. That might be difficult for some people to swallow, but we did before Atlantis. And there were two classes to my understanding, the priest class, and the scientist class and some stuff went crazy the scientists went in the wrong direction and they disobeyed the most high and they had a curse put on them and they were washed out the whole the people had a curse some some part segment of the people had a curse but they were washed out and it makes perfect sense 
because all the myths that we look at of every culture have these hybrid animal and humans, the minotaur, the mermaid, the whatever, every culture tells of these creatures that were alive. And if they had half bull and half fish, do you think that they didn't have half reptile, half dinosaur, half alligator? The dinosaur whole thing was an experiment for, I don't know, somehow they were living here as well and they scrapped them. And who knows where that is in the timeline. It might not be anything like what we've been told. Earth history is what we've got to establish in the timeline and understand what these Nazis are trying to prevent. And their Nazi families are hybrid and they're mixed in with these ET beings that want control of this planet. They want control of the planet and they'll do whatever they have to do. They, we outnumber them. People say, well, why did they just do it? We outnumber them. And that's why they have a depopulation agenda. So that they can knock down the numbers and then they can really get tight control. Whatever type hybrid animal being that this is, it consumes human flesh. If any of these entities are some of the ones that dealt with the most high, that were told they were not supposed to mix with women and giants were created. And that is, uh, I believe, a creature without a soul. And they are, part of their essence is spiritual. And the curse that is upon them because they're not even supposed to exist, is an insatiable hunger and thirst. Maybe they've conquered it, because I actually saw a giant on here the other day and didn't look like he, she, whatever it was, was going to eat anybody. But they're saving these giants to fight regular humans when we don't want to fall in line. And that's what the fake events are the shootings that they're orchestrating, the drills that they're doing, the events that they're doing so that they can get the guns, so that human beings are defenseless. Are they really trying to homogenize the planet with black and brown and all of a sudden they want us to have one religion? They're doing that to create chaotic conditions with the culture clashes so we can have just the same polarity that we have in the country right now, racially, gender-wise, um, every kind of way that you can think that we can be different from each other and polarized. When we stay in that state and we're fighting each other over Trump and over all these true things that we've been given and the left is the woman admitted tonight she can't stop listening to msnbc
And I'll tell you, I had a couple of years where that was me. Because I knew something was wrong, but I didn't know what it was. And I kept thinking, if I just keep watching Rachel Maddow, she'll drop something and I'll figure it out. And recently I've had a new evolution in realizing that both sides are just playing a game. So that we we have spend so much time now sifting through information because they realize how gratifying it is that we now, we want to be a part of it. And we're going through all the information and we're proud of ourselves and we're stepping up our game and we're uniting under the umbrella of truth and it feels great. Yes, but while we're doing that, they're still doing their plan. Back to Argentina. The Pope, this current Pope, is from Argentina. Where did the Nazis go when they supposedly lost but weren't dead? Argentina. Where was the town? Almost the whole town disappeared, died, gone, wherever, and everyone was up in a roar. Argentina, right where the Pope was from. Who did experiments on human beings turning the Ashkenazi or I don't know which particular group of Jews that they had into soap and putting them in death camps and doing all that experiment? Why do you think that they were experimenting on them? so that they could do the cloning and everything that they're doing now. They are Satanists, they're not really Jews. And Hitler was one of them. And we need to understand that it is Satanic. They are not real Jews. They are Satanic. Understand it. And anyone that doesn't think that they have to be a part of the process because they're on a certain side and they don't need to get involved and they'll just keep their head down. If they're secretly eating babies and the Talmud is telling them it's okay to rape kids as long as they're under a certain age, what do you think they're going to be like when they don't have to hide it anymore? They're normalizing things using the propaganda pulpit of the cartoons, of the media, of the movies. In the 50s, you had some pretty woke white Americans that stopped the communist whatever it was in Hollywood, and that's where we got a lot of the blacklisting. They really were trying to hijack the country back then. And, with, and all of this also was in collusion with the bankers. And that's how certain things get bankrolled. That's how films get made. It's all about propaganda and controlling how you think. Step out of the racial identity construct. Step out of whatever your job is, whatever your rank is, whatever your profession is, whatever, how much money you have, whatever, whatever makes up your identity that you think makes you different and I'm no different from you. Whatever it is, we need to put it away for a moment and be human first. Let's all realize that we're actually not 
doing a damn thing. We're terrified. We don't want to talk about it, but we're not doing anything to stop them. It's almost like seeing, you know, uh, what do they call that? Uh, uh, a swarm of locusts and you know that they're coming. So you just, you ever see a horror movie? When you know that the person is coming towards them and the person's so frightened, they just go, ah, like in the thriller video where the girlfriend just, she sees them doing the choreography and you think that she'd be like, you know what, while they're doing this dance, let me go run myself to another town, go somewhere. Did I have a car? How did I get here? You think that she would be doing that, but no, she's looking at the dance but she's just ter she's like i can't believe this they're dirty and they're dead but they're funky they can dance you know this is exactly us we're in a trance we're looking at the speeding bus coming and we're not moving our legs and we're not we're not holding on to each other we're not doing anything because we're so busy with our truth and that's part of the narcissism and I'm not saying anything to anybody they're instilling it like a sickness through the delivery system of the music and the movies and the magazines don't underestimate the dangerousness of these magazines elevating people that never did crap in life to God status where after you read an article you look at that person and be like wow they are the most beautiful person they're so accomplished they are just the best and I have to see them in this new movie and the whole bio is a joke it, the bio could be she was so beautiful, someone saw her on the street and then she was like, yeah, I grow my own vegetables at home and then he came over and you know, we did it and he thought I was the best over, ever and I'm only 17 and I just had the operation and he's impressed and I'm not even saying about that. I'm not even talking about the gender or anything. I'm just saying there's a lot of sex going on. These people have no bios no experience, no anything, but, oh, we trust them. They're the greatest. They're the da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-this. And yet other people have to go through years. They could go to the top school. They could show amazing talent and skill, and it's never enough because some people already had the job before they showed up. And it's a preferential system. But it's not even about gender. It's about Satanism. Satanism rules this planet. Satan is the god of this planet. And we've been so spooked, especially people of Christian origin, so spooked that we don't know who the enemy is. But he knows, he sure knows about us. And he knows God's plan for us better than we know ourselves. And if anybody tries to bring it up, question, 
you know, examine, analyze it. Oh no, we can't look at that. A grown-up can look at it. Somebody has to look at it. How would Satan control and rule this world through deception? We don't want, we want to think whatever we, we like and we can, we can, we don't want to hear that. You know, my question is, I, I'm, I don't know, I think I took a picture of it, but I showed on my camera the current picture, promotional picture for American Horror Story. It truly is an American Horror Story because they got a picture of a baby covered in blood with a demon hand where it should not be and then the child's got wicked fingernails or whatever who is this show being made for who and once you know that why because it's very irresponsible and promotes violence against children. Who ever thought that it was okay to put a baby completely doused in blood in an ad that's on the street and they thought that was okay and somebody signed off on it you all better lift your voices. Is that okay with you, LGBT? It's a baby. It could have been you. It could be your baby. We have to have some kind of common standard where we say, no, this part is off the limits. And like all these people protesting uh, that are supporting James Gunn, these are the same people that think that the American Horror Story ad is fine. And now all of you know how satanic all of it is. And the next time you see any of the stars of the show in another project, you'll be lining up to support that project even though they just did this satanic thing. You always want to talk about walking the talk, but who's, who's walking the talk? Where's your money going? The people that you support, are they going to Marina's spirit cooking? How are they patriots? How are they going to help Trump find the pedophiles if they're getting together with the people that are at the parties? And when you try to pull, pull them aside and say to them what's happening... They ignore you just as much as the, the so-called enemy on the other side. Because it's easier to just follow. There's so much relevant history that I could touch on. The women's movement, the original one in the 70s, that were all men. Betty Friedan, um... Gosh, I forget this person's name all the time. All the time. The head. Oh, I'm Gloria Steinem. 
is a man. It's a joke to them. When Hillary Clinton supports Margaret Sanger, and it's all about letting people do birth control and whatever, they're murdering babies, and then they use these fetuses and sacrifices. MSM is not reporting on it. So if you're on the left and you're, you're saying that you're getting all your news from MSM and they're on the point and they're not telling you that these fetus and their parts are going into Sandra Bullock's face cream, you got to think again. Nobody sees anything wrong with harming babies. It's like, you're messing up our fun. Ah, uh, a baby died. I don't want to focus on that right now. I really not thinking about that right now. It's not on my agenda. No. And yet, when they talked about children being on the border, children that, those we don't even know if those were their parents or not. For about a whole week, they were upset. And now we're telling them about kids again that are in danger. And they don't want to hear. They're not curious. They don't care. Who are we? Everything is the opposite of what we think it is. You can literally think anything, ask any question, and it is the opposite of what you think it is. It's inverted. Try it as a little experiment and see if you're right. See if I'm right. I'm tired. But we have to understand that there's more to us as human beings than we've been told. We hear of vets, we hear of all kinds of people that got hit by one bad thing and everybody's living pillar to post because somebody's ripping off the country and nobody's pointing the finger at that person. You had all these marches and accomplished absolutely nothing. The marches accomplished nothing, including the black man march and all that crap. It's all to make you feel like you're doing something, but there's no result. If black people had not acquiesced and let James Brown calm them down with his slogans, had they not used Aretha, young, gifted, and black, and all that kind of stuff, black people could have gotten more. They would have had more leverage to get more things that they needed quicker. But they gave in the towel on that because somebody was fake killed. And that's what all these events are about. To traumatize you into thinking you have no choice, you cannot win, and there's nothing you can do. But there is something you can do, and you've got time enough to do it. You got to get together with somebody. All of us do and figure out how we're going to use one thing these, the other side is into is the almighty dollar. 
and even Satan's got to eat. You guys got to start thinking of what you can be doing to stop 5G and to do what needs to be done. I'm tired. I can't talk anymore. I said what I have been compelled to say. And that's it. I don't take it to, you know, extremes. It's one day at a time. You just say the truth and that's it. Well, I said the truth. I said it. And that's enough for now. Kyla Powers, private podcast. We're more than they said. X Men. trying to transhuman us before we get there. Be careful what you accept. And that goes for me too.